selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Barniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you get paid? And his partner, Fader Top End Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Center, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Death. Uh, my name is Rab Florence, and joining me, of course, as ever on Wrestling Death, is the great man Grado himself. Good right. uh, I have decided that it's going to be better for our chances in the podcast charts to talk with a uh, kind of American accent. Uh, producer John is here too. How are you doing, John? Hey, Rab. How are you? It's good to see you, John. So what have you been doing this week, Grado? Uh, what, 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 what the hell did I stop, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do you want me to start, Rab? Rob? Well, you've been working away. You've been doing your thing. I don't know if Americans say working away. Really? Yeah, I've been working away, man. I'm working my I'm working my ass off. Been at the radio, putting on some tunes. How's uh How's Crafty doing? He's doing good, bro. He's doing good. Uh, hey, I as... caught that GCW pay per view on Sunday night. Oh well, we're waiting. We'll talk about that on the berries and putovers section on our show uh, later on in our show. But it's great to see you. It's fine to see everyone. Uh, don't worry. Um, I know you're thinking. Please don't be doing this voice for the the whole show but uh it'll, it'll stop soon uh let's go over to see what uh what the punters have been saying um the punt first of all we got to give you some apologies for the technical hitch and uploading last week's episode missed out the last 20 minutes 
of the show. We apologize for that. What happened John, there, John? John. Well, sorry, guys. Uh, there was a technical hitch in my end, um, which meant that um, people were claiming that we couldn't give half a fuck uh, because there was a technical hitch in my end. The episode, however, got up fine. If you re-download the episode right now, guys, you're going to get that. That final 20 minutes. We got to worry about people's bandwidth, John. Yeah, you can't be, it's not unlimited data, John. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the problem sorted, but uh, Kev got in touch asking the question, maybe uh, maybe Tiger is trying to sabotage the podcast by giving some dodgy broadband. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, in more wrestling meets football chat, a rather bizarre feud has broken out between Livingston and the Hardy Boys. It all kicked off when the club tweeted that Jason Holton, Stefan Oh, here we go. Omionga are a better tag team than the Hardy boys. Pass it on. Matt Hardy then got in touch. He tweeted back better than the greatest tag team in all of space and time with a gif of him and Jeff laughing. Jeff and a gif. This then led to the team dressing up as wrestlers and claiming that Christian and Edge are signing in the January transfer window. And, uh, the, yeah, it's good to see all the Livingston FC boys dressed up in all their gear. Yeah, they're looking pretty cool, huh? Hey, hey Grado, I know you're your buddies with uh, Matt. Have you spoken to him about the situation at all? No. <laughs> now, this week we saw the sad passing of Meatloaf. Oh. Uh, I do love Meatloaf. Uh, I used to have my mom used to make me Meatloaf when I was, when I was a kid. But uh, Jakey on Twitter has pointed out a wrestling connection to Meatloaf. He drummed on the WWF wrestler's cover version of Land of a Thousand Dances. Oh, no. Gosh. Are you going to play that clip, John? Hey, guys. Have you seen this? No, I want to see it. This is pretty rad. Let me share that with you guys right now. Here we go. Here is Meat of the Loaf with WWF wrestlers. I think this was recorded around about 89, maybe 90. Here we go. about all she wrote uh i mean that's quite fascinating you can check out that clip on our twitter feed at wrestling daft on twitter ian says prepare to watch the best video ever didn't think two hearts by phil collins could get any better enter the ultimate warrior i remember this i would like to watch this again but i remember uh you know this is this is a well-known moment right i i have never seen this before guys this is news to me great have you seen this no Check this out. It's Phil Collins in the Ultimate Warrior. I got it. 
Phil Collins versus the Ultimate Warrior. Check out the Ultimate Warrior dancing. <laughs> Who knew the warrior could dance? Oh. I didn't realize Phil was such a good worker. Hey man, can we stop talking American? These are the good old days of uh, wrestling that Jim Cornette is always saying that, uh, you know, this is when men were men. An ultimate warrior throwing Phil Collins around in his. I'm getting crabbit, man. I'm getting crabbit. Okay, so uh, Bronze Cello reckons WWE listened to last week's show after a spelling bee appeared on this week's Raw. Uh, Can you believe that? They did a spelling bee segment? That's crazy. And last week, Rochi asked the question, what changes would you like to see in WWE uh, in this year? Well, what changes would you like to see? <laughs> Any changes in particular in this podcast in the next uh, <laughs> few minutes you'd like to see? I, uh, I, I just, it's annoying me now. Well, what changes would you like to see in the WWE? I don't watch it. I don't know. I would just like to see some new sets. I, I, you know what I mean? I would like to see some new sets. I would like to see some better stage dressing. There was someone put up a little clip on uh, Twitter today, actually, of um, the NWO sold out pay-per-view. Remember this? Uh, and I was just looking at it. It had its own look and feel. It's not a good show, but it, it looked good. It had its own look. And I just miss that. I miss when WCW used to uh, push the boat out. And and have dramatic looking you know sets. And stages. It looked like a film, didn't it? And uh, X back. Yeah, I bet it get rated like the worst pay per view of the year or something. Yeah, but it was it's be- it's beautiful looking. Uh, it's uh, cool. And I just wish with WWE with all their money they could spend a little bit more money and making things look right. Let's see what the, the guys and the girls out there listen to our show. And I gotta say, uh, uh, you know, we love to have you. Rico says no more DQ finishes, please. I fucking detest them. I'm not saying they don't have value on rare occasions, but certainly WWE need to use them far less. Willie says he'd like them not to be shite anymore. That's up to them to work out how to do that. And powerbomb than a Vauxhall Cavalier says he wants Grado running amok, being booked by every cunt, battering Jim Cornette mid podcast for being a market specky wee tadger. <laughs> <laughs> In a similar vein, Gavin got in touch and asked, Hey, lads, I'll do uh, Gavin's voice. Hey, lads. <laughs> Happy New Year. And all that. <laughs> Wanted to ask you for your thoughts on where AEW is only one Tony can. She'll be heading in 2022. I think they need to build the shows out a bit. It's feeling a bit samey week to week now. I'm up for an MJF section each week, kind of like Jericho's highlight reel on WWE. It would allow for a breakup match to match to match, and I think it would be a good catalyst for feuds for both MGF and he could start them between us. The product is great, but it needs to start evolving, I think, to move on. We'll be good to know what y'all think. So that was from uh, Gavin there. What do you feel, I don't know what you say. I'm feeling it. What do you think about that? I have no opinion on that at all. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you scared, Grady? Are you scared that you may get signed so you don't want to badmouth AEW? No, don't be right, silly. Okay. 
Don't be daft, man, for fuck's sake. No, I'm just saying, the thing about MGF, he doesn't need a highlight reel or anything like that. He doesn't need that to, nah, get, he to get over. He's, he's good that even every time I watch him, he's, he's entertaining. He doesn't need. Uh, for me, AEW over the next uh, year, I just, you know, steady as she goes. I just want them to keep building as they're doing and, you know, not do anything crazy. I would like them just to slow down a little bit. Don't be picking up all the free mm. agents. Slow down and, you know, just focus on the roster as they are what do you, do you think? think do you think a wee bit more needs to be done in creative rap a wee bit more what do you mean just in terms of can it feuds can it just come quickly and go do you know what i mean i think they've done quite a good job this year of handling a lot of disruption Right. They've actually ha- had quite a lot of disruption when you think about it um, in terms of, you know, what happened with Mox, which changed their plans a fair bit, uh, you know, and just, just a, a few little things, little flies in the ointment, uh, Paige going away for a while. And all. I think they handled that okay. And I think, you know, I, I think steady as she goes. Yeah. And, and if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling re- related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at WrestlingDaft at gmail.com. Every week we separate going over the top (laughs) to winning the Rumble as we ask you to bury or put over stuff from the wrestling. So, Grado, this is your chance to fill us in because you watched that big show and I want to hear you. This is a special occasion. Great to watch some wrestling. Fill us in, bro. What did you like? And what did you not like? Well, I watched the GCW show. And it was good because I liked to see... I don't know. It just brought back a lot of memories uh, when ICW started the day in big, big shows. It was at Hammerstein Ballroom. All right, it looked a wee bit different. It looked a wee bit too clean. Uh, first thing I noticed was the size of the ring tiny like british wrestling and I, 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 you know there was a lot of stuff like that like they, the first thing they, they, they did a kickoff show where like 47 folk in a rumble and you know you just the state of someone right and shitey gear and half them look as if they need a wash and stuff like that but you know what i loved it it was brilliant it was brilliant it was superb it was just it just it was that kind of what's that word is it a renaissance or something like that? it was what do you call when something's beautiful something it's uh, artistically you quite like it and that because aesthetics i it was just i mean it was funny because the, the promoter comes out and he done like a kind of mark dallas style promo you know the gcw fucking have, there's so many companies have came and went i've had like gcw we're the only ones fucking standing not us it was very kind of mark dallas but it was it's the same as these companies that, that get there it's the same kind of stick that they day and the, the, the logos of the ECW logo changed to GCW. And you think, come on, man, get out of it. But um, I. So I'm not sure. Did you like it or not like it? <laughs> well, I like. I mean, you were sending us a lot of clips, right? Oh, I mean, you went that that the opening ladder match was a shambles, but I still enjoyed it because it was funny because it was cunts falling off ladders and you know it was a botch fest, but it was brilliant. I loved it. It was a riot, absolute laugh. Uh, and then you know, then they had a, a sort of six-man tag match. Let's just style that was good. Leo Rush wrestled that was good, um, but 
the, the, the star of the show for me was Jeff Jarrett. He at 53, 54 year old, still, he was the only one that moved about the ring when you think, wow, man, he is just so fucking slick, even at his age, the way he moved about the ring. It was brilliant. New character, new gear, new entrance music, new swagger about him was brilliant. I was a wee bit kind of sad and a wee bit with some of the reactions to to some of the stuff because I think this is a new type of indie fan. Just wee examples. I mean, I was sitting in my bedroom and I was marking out for B-Boy coming out. B-Boy was big in CCW back in 2002, 2003, and he'd done PWG, I'm sure, and stuff like that. And I recognise his entrance music. And I've got, there's B-Boy coming out, but the crowd... They didn't know who he was, you know that way. And I, there was a kind of a few nods to that, and a, a few of the fans didn't quite understand it. I thought, God, that's quite, it's quite sad in a way, in a way that that's twenty years for all that stuff. It's a new type of indie fan that's out there. Not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with it, but it's just a kind of realization that we're all getting old. There was yeah. a few, but a few bits and bobs. You think, oh my God, they don't know what that's about. They're not getting that wee kind of iggy, that kind of nod to, to stuff. Because there must be loads of uh, ind- independent wrestling fans that have maybe discovered independent wrestling through AEW because they're no fear to say, you know, talk about the indie stuff and, and, and what have you. But, um, I, I mean, it, a lot of it was, the, the main event was rushed, Moxley and um, Homicide was good, but that felt rushed as well. I think quite a lot of the, Matt, you might see Matt Cardona versus um, Joey Janela was what it was. It was just, you can tell Zack Ryder's been thinking about this match for the last three or four months, all the different parodies. He had X-Pac coming out, he had Brian Myers come out and do the gimmick where he was in the black jacket and the, the black helmet like Edge at one night stand. He had all these weak kind of, he came out to enter Sandman, he had the Mick Foley jacket on and stuff like that. Um, and it was, was what it was, it was fun. It was just a fun wee show to watch, man. Stephanie was watching going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Well, uh, let's see what the people are saying because, you know, I think some of the people will have caught this. Uh, big shout out to the people. Kev wants to put over the Miz and Marisa. Mar- Marisa. Perfectly playing the heel vibe in the run-up to the mixed tag match at the Royal Rumble. I got a butt in here, guys. And I got to tell you, I have no interest in that match. I, I really have no interest in seeing that, that match. Am, am I wrong? Mm, I think it'll be, be quite a good match, you know. I don't, I mean, I'm never a fan of mixed tag matches. I had one in AEW this week with um, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker and Adam Cole. I'm just never a fan of it. I'm never a fan of mixed tag matches. I don't know why. I don't, I don't think Edge's comeback, Edge's return period has been great. Mm, mm. And I don't think the problem is with Edge. I think the problem is with the booking because I think when a when when someone like that comes back, who was a significant figure in a previous generation, you want to see him up against the new guys, right? Yeah. And I kind of feel since he's came back, he's been in programs with Randy Orton. He's you know he's in there with the Miz, and I kind of feel. What they're doing with CM Punk and AEW, they're putting them in the mix with a lot of young, new talent. I think they're making a mistake with Edge. It feels like we've seen a lot of this before. Well, you had Reigns, um, uh, Danielson, or Brian. Was your American accent, John? Sorry, are we still doing it? I was. Uh, I've just grabbed someone that's keep going. This, but you had the WrestleMania match with Reigns and um, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan at the time, and that was uh, that was matches that, that was you know matches we hadn't seen before. Wasn't it? So it's kind of... Mm. No, but I'm talking about Edge. 
Right. No, but he, uh, yeah, he was in, in amongst that, wasn't he? He was the triple threat. Yeah, but it, he wasn't really in a program with them. It wasn't a proper, it was like, you know, I, come on, John. Okay. Well, sorry, yes. Robert. Be serious. <laughs> Uh, but sorry, Kev wants to put over the returns of Bailey, Asuka, and Ronda Rousey. Uh, there's not. Is Ronda Rousey back? Well, there's rumors that she will be back. I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but there's, there's, there is chat that she'll be in the room. Well, this is such <laughs> BS, man. We're hearing so many rumors right now. Ronda Rousey's coming back. Paige is coming back. And I just kind of feel like, be serious, dudes. Chris wants to put over Joel Gacy, the creepy little fuck in his big fella. Forget his name, but he's like a better and less racist Lars Sullivan. Scott wants to bury fake weigh-ins and put over Cowboy Brock. Ants wants to put over Hook. No one's going into a lot of detail here. Neil wants to bury GCW. The timing of the pay-per-view means the last match felt rushed. Did you feel it felt rushed, Grado? Aye, because, I mean, there was a lot of stuff like that. They had... I mean, for an open challenge, they had a big music video, the, the Briscoes, and it was about five minutes long. And then when the entrances, it was time to get home as soon as, because I think they had to come off the air at 11 o'clock. They were on actual pay-per-view, so you could tell it was a bit rushed. Because the finish came out of nowhere and they got zero reaction. I think a lot of fans were tired of all, man. They saw about fucking 75 wrestlers. Why and every, you- every, every promo had, fucking New York City, fucking New York City. GC fucking W, we're fucking here. Fucking GCW. We're in New fucking York. Every, you know what I mean? Every, yeah. And well, then they done that hang where they all get in the ring at the end and they're all fucking sharing beers. And it's like, why do so many of these indie I, shows... I did enjoy it, but... Why do so many of these indie shows go so long? I know, man. How, how many matches did you have in the shows that you promoted again? Was it eight? I mean, ours were too long also. Nah, see, I have, I have six, three in each off. That's plenty. That, that is plenty. Um, Giza Gobbledygooker wants to put over <laughs> Royal Rumble week. WWE might not be great just now, but the Rumble is always a great show and can't wait to see Bobby versus Brock. Also, LA Knight now on Raw. I see. Oh, is LA Knight went to Raw? It looks like it. Guy has ability and charisma to be a big star on that show. Wants to bury Finn Balor's booking recently. Worked so hard to get his edge back with the Prince gimmick in NXT. And now he's jobbing out again on Raw. Who's he jobbing out to, though? Did anybody know who um, Finn jobbed out to? Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Well, come on, let's be serious here, because Austin Theory is, you know, he is in a major, he's got a major push at the minute. So I don't know if you can call someone uh, a jobber because they're, you know, they're losing out to a guy who's not a major push, you know? Uh <laughs> And this is a problem. This is the this is the problem. This is the solution that Giza Gobbledygooker is coming up with here. He's saying get him out of there and over to AEW where he will shine. And you know we can't just be wanting everybody to go to AEW. You know, you know what I mean, guys? <laughs> yeah, because I mean the thing is with AEW at the moment, the card is getting so stacked, and there's also rumors of Keith Lee coming into all that sort of stuff. It's just they're going to run into the same problem that WWE've had for many years: too many wrestlers. To, to a, use a, lot of, a lot of their contracts are coming out soon, but aren't they? They were signed in like May 2019, so hmm. that's three years. A lot of them are. But I mean, the ones that WWE would want to sign are still under contract, you know, like your MGFs and Jungle Boys and Darby Allens of this world. And it'll be kept on. Stevie McCarthy wants to put over Matt Cardona. 
The boy knows how to put himself over and stay over. He's tearing it up in GCW and calling out big Trevor Murdoch for the NWA title. Uh, I really, I, this is me interjecting here. I just want to say that whatever you think of NWA, whatever you think of what they've done over the past few years, it, it's nice that the, the belt and the NWA title is, is back on people's lips again. I mean, it's a thing again, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've I said in the group chat, we were talking about um, Matt Cardona. Like, he has done so well. This last year has been unbelievable for him. The heel character he's putting over and how he's got over with, like, Gregor saying, the indie crowd. I know it's indie gimmick central, but... He's just done so well, you know. It's like that. It's like a bit like the Drew McIntyre story, going back to the Indies and building himself back up again, you know. Well, the, 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 the biggest thing about it, as you can tell, he's enjoying himself. He's doing all well, the, yeah. the parody yeah. shit, and he's getting in yeah. about the folk that he would never. He, he's wrestling folk that you, you would never imagine him to wrestle. You know, yeah, wrestling can, Nick Gage and all the rest. The whole, of it. the whole kind of reinvention is the kind of hardcore stars been brilliant. I think it's been brilliant. And you see Foley was, was on at him as well, uh, like pretty much putting him over. So I know I think I think he that's been one of the turnarounds in wrestling this year. I mean I but I mean I'm watching it the other day and I'm going Oh the kind of nods that they had to wrestling and all the I'm sorry, I love you and all this stuff. That's sort of fucking been done for years. Ah, it's been that's all uh-huh. done for years. But it's not really uh, been given promise you go out to the Indies, right? It's not got that main light. It's not had that main light kind of spotlight in the mainstream, has it? You go out no, to indie, right. you go out to an indie show and it's getting done to death, all that sort of stuff. But it's now getting a spotlight put shown on it. You're you right. Go, you're right. No, you're hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right because there is so many new fans, and it, <laughs> I thought I, I actually did enjoy his match that night. I mean, it was just fucking. It was a lot of shite, but it was brilliant. Yeah, we had Swoggle under the ring. <laughs> yeah, that, that that clip of that big massive fat guy that um that, that was launching Hornswoggle about. I mean, you might have seen Nick Riskeezer. What was he like? <laughs> I mean, he was about seven foot tall and about fifty stain. I mean, he would have looked good, but he had a pair of trackies on, a pair of pair of trainers. He wouldn't have looked at a place fucking stand outside boots with a smoking a fag and a poly bag and he's on. But you know, he just looked <laughs> as if he pulled him off the street. It did look like that. <laughs> I feel like this guy, um, I feel like this guy has always been good at putting himself over. He's always been creative. He's he always been good. He was the first guy. At... He was the first guy with uh, YouTube stuff, wasn't he? I'm forgetting. Yeah. And, and, and you know, now he's, he's able to uh, capitalize on that talent that he has, where I feel like WWE didn't really realize what they, what they had with him um, for the longest time. They didn't get him. You know what I mean? Um, now Dan wants to put over the Mox versus Danielson feud we were about to get. Just subtlety having Danielson standing there as Mox left the other day was perfect. Uh, that's that's something we all want to see, I think. Gosh, he wants to bury the raw spelling bee. Woke up at half one in the morning, stuck it on as I saw it trending on Twitter, but it wasn't great. However, as a put over, he says he thinks Chad Gable has been outstanding, reminding him a lot of a young Kurt Angle. I think he deserves an almighty push. Uh, Stevie wants to put over Pac's amazing vignette threatening Malachi Black and wants to bury WWE creative for copying wrestling death and doing a spelling bee. I think that just proves that, I don't know, Vince maybe listens to the show? I'm not sure. What do you think? Obviously. What did it do? 
Well, they, they did a spelling bee on Raw, and obviously listen to last week's spelling bee episode on here. I mean, it's too much of a, of a coincidence. It must, yeah, it, yeah, it must be a nod to yeah. to us. Yeah, TS wants to put over Matt Hardy feuding with Livy and wants to bury the pun in last week. I'm a fan of the segment, but last week was like the new generation, let alone the attitude. It, it was our poorest pun in yet, but we'll, yeah, we'll, and we'll it, I think proof. no, I think it's the proof that the pun in is over. Oh no, the pun, no, it's over. Good. It's over. The pun, let us know if you love the pun in. A couple of late entries have come in because this has got put no. up today. Oh no, you like these. Ian Drew Dice Clay, I'd like to put over Rab for recommending a wireless repeater from Amazon. Made a big difference. Uh, and he would like to bury the Hammerstein Ballroom that went from the best looking theatre in wrestling for the, to the first series of Red Dwarf overnight. Well, um, do you know what? He had a point, because it's, it's all been painted baby blue. I said to him, it reminded me of the of Greenup Town Hall. It looked oh, exactly like Greenup did Town you ever Hall. Read, did you ever wrestle there, Grado? Where? Hammerstein Ballroom? No, but I was meant to and it got cancelled. Oh, who are you meant to be? Yeah, they were meant to be uh, Dane Tapins. We were actually meant to oh. film, we were meant to film British Boot Camp in the Hammerstein Ballroom. Got it. I probably, I mean, we get told Hammerstein Ballroom, but I reckon it was the Manhattan Centre. You know, it's the bit next door where Raw started. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? But that's on the same building, do you know that? Do you ever do the ECW Arena? No, no. Oh, no, 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 I would love to have done that. Another buddy, late buddy put over coming in as well, Rab. Buddy John for spelling it top top, which I've clearly made a typo when I've put out the tweet about the buddy and put over. But apart from that, no buddy are putting over anything because this is the attitude either and I couldn't give half a fuck I'm about sorry, man. Could you sl- I'm just struggling to understand your accent. Could sorry. you slow down a little bit? Could yeah, slow- yeah, yeah. Thank okay. you. Go again, man. Go again. Buddy John for spelling it top top, which I've clearly done when I've typed out the tweet. But apart from that... No burying or putting over anything, because this is the Attitude Era, and I couldn't give half a fuck about daft wrestling. Um, right, this next part of the show is The Running, and I came across this guy on Twitter, and he has basically, well, I'll let him tell him the story, but he's selling Big Daddy t-shirts and haystacks, giant haystacks, Figures and t-shirts. He's got a cool wee story. His, his name is Gav. Hello. Hello, Gavin. How you doing, I'm, man? I'm doing all right. Shall I uh, oh, start this? There we are. How you doing? How you this doing, is Robert. Robert is from, he's from uh, where is it you're from again? Uh, Missouri. Oh, there, okay. How you doing, Hello. man? You all right? I'm doing good, man. Really good. No complaints. Uh, brilliant, Gav. So tell me the, the, the story then. During lockdown, you wanted to sort of do something. Like everybody, I don't, I don't know. I regret everything about that first lockdown, man. That I never managed to, you know. Uh, you know what I mean? It was it was a brutal time. Even well, it's because cu- it, you don't think it's going to be as long as it ended up being. I think that was the thing. Like for me, I worked as a I work as a tour manager a lot, so I tour with bands. So like as soon as it happened, that was it. It was all done. But there was always that thing of like, oh, but in you know September, every, dates kept being put back, and uh, initially it was like, oh. We'll just get to the summer, you know, that March, April thing be fine. And it's like, wow, we'll just get to September. Do you know what? By Christmas, it's going to be great. I tell you what, in the new year, when then that that number changes, my God, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, bang uh, on. I remember the first night, I thought this was about three weeks. Remember when they come on, Boris Johnson, they come on the telly? I thought this was about three weeks, man. You don't know about this, Rab. No. (laughs) Well, well, it happened over in in the States, too. I know, but I think you just went into lockdown after us. Did you not? 
Yeah, I think so. I, I can't help but notice, man, that you've got a snake in the eagle shadow poster. I sure have. It'll be on the wall one day. Beautiful. One this day. is the thing. You buy these big, you know, these big posters and stuff, and then you, you never put them up. That's my problem. Yeah, it's on. It's on the lean. But so, tell me about Grado was telling me that you, uh, you make figures and t-shirts. You've been doing merchandise on the legendary British wrestlers, Big Daddy. And giant yeah, yeah. Eggs. So the uh, the COVID thing that so my day job, which is all in music, that kind of ended, and it's like I had a ton of time, like everybody else. And uh, I was a childhood fan of like wrestling and whatnot in the uh, you know when I was a kid. And it was always that thing of like it'll be cool to plug in. You know, is there a way to plug in my skills and do something that is a uses sometimes so I don't go crazy, but also kind of is useful and you know helpful to uh, to people. So. That was where the idea came from. And I befriended the kind of, I, I, I started thinking like, well, if, you know, it's funny that like your giant haystacks and your big daddies, there was never like action figures of them. And there were these enormous stars in, in Britain, but there was never these kind of like, you know, there wasn't a Vince McMahon running, uh, you know, Max Crabtree wasn't no Vince McMahon, so, uh, Vince McMahon. So we didn't have like any real merchandise and they never were merchandise. So it was that thing of like, I wonder what they would have looked like that had probably been a bit like those Hasbro retro figures that WWF mm. had. And there was a great company that just started about 18 months ago now called Cella Toys. And they're based out of Wolverhampton. And they started creating retro style figures. And they did a Nick Aldis, I think, was their first one. Yeah. And they've gone from strength to strength. And they're based in the UK. Um, but now they're doing like, they just announced Demolition. They've done Haku, British Bulldog, Dynamite Kid, Blue Meanie, all this stuff. So I had made friends, befriended the families of big daddy and giant haystacks and i was like you know what i'd love to get a figure guy i've made of you so i spoke to cella and i was like you know there's never been one and i'm sure that like they're popular in the uk they're kind of part of you know our pop culture fabric well it feels like if you're a wrestling fan in the uk then you know they they're a part of your yeah and, and for me i'm like I've, i felt very detached from british wrestling growing up i think if you got into wrestling in the 90s uh, like I did as a kid, the British wrestling was already off TV and British wrestling wasn't in, there wasn't British wrestling magazines. There wasn't like obviously no internet. So it was kind of that chasm of like, once it was off TV in the eighties, like when I became a fan, it was WCW was on ITV and WWF, you got your VHS from the video store. Gav, so, yeah. Did you watch MLD last night? Uh, do you know what? Big Daddy's daughter sent me a clip. She's like, you'll never believe it. <laughs> I like, couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I didn't catch it all. I only got a wee bit. Have you got a clip there? Listen, last night in, in, in Emmerdale was funny. Rap why? 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 It's Emmerdale, well, Emmerdale was like a big soap over here. Yeah, and they mentioned... Uh, like to explain, explain to Rab what Emmerdale was. It's like... Oh, it, yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a... Uh, uh, a country version of days of our lives, like a daytime kind of soap. Would that yeah, be like the... a farming thing, yeah, right? That's kind of far- sense, farming. Right? Yeah, based in like the Yorkshire Dales. Is that right? Actually, Yorkshire they, Dales. Did they mention Big Daddy? Right, yeah. So the, the woman walked in the shop and went. Models herself on Shirley Crabtree. This one. You. You must remember Shirley Crabtree. Blonde, talented, huge in the seventies. Just. 
So I never, I never caught the end of the pay off was a couple of minutes later she pops back out the kitchen because she goes, oh you cheeky bastard, you're talking about Big Daddy and giant haystacks and all this and they kind of, oh you've got me on the ropes and all this kind of part and it was, I, I couldn't believe it last night when I was watching it and then what the weirdest thing ever was then you then DM'd me and I thought that's bizarre, it's just Big Daddy's been name dropped in Emmerdale. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's weird. I mean, he gets brought up in the weirdest places. I remember there was a there's a there was a daytime quiz show called Pointless on the BBC over here, which is a popular kind of show. And they had a thing called with famous wrestlers on it. And they and the idea of the they ask a hundred random people, like name these people, and this was wrestlers. And they had Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Andre the Giant, Kendo Nagasaki, and Big Daddy. And the person who was named the most was Big Daddy. And there you go. Like, I mean, it's it, still a household name, right? He's a household. I think of a certain age. If you ask anyone in the in the street, name name a wrestler, they'd say Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks. Oh, hundred percent. And it's uh, it's they're just part of like the fabric. And like I said, for me, I mean, I'm forty three, and I never watched them on TV. Like they're this generations before me, but they're still just part of the the fabric. So um, the British, going back to the figures, the um, so I pitched this to Cello Toys and they were like, well, let's try. And I pitched my actual idea, which was like, I want to do the first ever British wrestling figures range. That is like, it just celebrates British wrestling figures over the years. And then, you know, we almost make a plastic little hall of fame. Um, and it's like, well, let's see how Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks do. And if that does well, like they were just like, yeah, let's go for it. They were great. And it's like, they they done well. Um, and then it's like, okay. You know, I've got like. I mean, so who's next? Who's next? So at the minute we've they so they had already signed um, Adrian Street, and it's like, well, let's have him as the first one. I've got like probably about twelve in the pipeline, um, but it's kind of like, yeah, we're just going to roll them out. I hope what I'm hoping is there'll be enough people who are interested in them that we can just keep going because I want to get into like the deeper bit of the roster and really kind of you know part of it me you know the british wrestling icons is like an umbrella for us to kind of um celebrate the careers and the legacies and kind of tell the stories of these people and give them a bit of color because i think for a lot of people you know it's a very black and white world it's like it's they're not they don't relate to it but when you have a figure like a cartoony figure um you know i feel like it kind of brings them a bit more to life and you know they'll be this they they'll fit in with your hulk hogan and your macho man and your ricky steamboat yeah. and i think that's kind of it's kind of fun, and and it, and it's and it's a, a, an idea that could, you know, potentially appeal to people that are young and 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 want to know more about you know because there's a network and there's YouTube. Yeah. Then you've got your middle-aged guys that maybe you know watched it when they were you know caught the tail end of it, and were on the spot. But then you've got like the older generation as well that it might be a nice wee gift for somebody's you know 60th birthday or somebody's that they love. You know, there's plenty of different people you can market to it. I think so. And I think it'd just be a really cool thing. I mean, my hope is we can go, you know, and it also connects the dots between, you know, between a Johnny Saint and a Zack Sabre Jr. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or between a, a Mark Rocco and a Will Ospreay. Like, yeah, because know, there all, is a lineage. There is. And I think it gets lost sometimes because there's that there's that desolate time in British wrestling for like 10 or 15 years where it just was you know, it, it, there's nothing on TV. There was no coverage. It was just, unfortunately, it was the drizzling shits a little bit. You know, it just wasn't great. Um, so it would be cool to kind of reconnect those 
you know, even a big daddy to Grado, you know, like it's interesting too, though, that, because if you're making um, figures that represent British wrestling, uh-huh. I would say a significant figure back then would be also in that period you're talking about where there was no TV. Uh, Robbie Brookside would be a yeah. significant because he was the one who was carrying things when TV wasn't there. But now he's he's with WWE, so he's he's not a figure you'd be able to make, um, which is yeah. a pity because he would be that connective tissue between these different periods. Yeah, I mean, I would say we've got a lot. There's so many. Like, if it if there is enough interest and we're able to create more and get into the into the roster, like I would say there is there is so many figures that we could probably wait for for Rob for the uh, the thirteenth WWE cuts that are going to come in. Uh, you know, whenever. <laughs> yeah, true. That's um, true. You know, and I'm not wishing that on him at all but it's like i was thinking that like because they had a regal. tag team with regal brookside they were the golden yeah. boys or the golden something him and regal um so there's you know that was the thing is like if i could connect it through those and like right up until modern times and be able to have you know a jackie palo and a mick McManus who were big over here in let's say the 60s like through to a will osprey and a zach saber jr do you know what i mean to be able to have that and them all yeah. be part of the same range it kind of bring hopefully it brings everything together and, you know, doing things like the t-shirts again, it's just that like, I don't care if nobody, you know, we're doing a, we've done some big daddy t-shirts. The t-shirts there. look superb. I've just showed the boys there. Yeah. We just looked at them. They're yeah. great. They're brilliant. And, and where can we get those t-shirts? Scab? Big, uh, you can get those from big daddy T-E-E-S. T-E-E-S. That's it. Big daddy T's.co.uk. And um, I take I, it. Oh, sorry, sorry. 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 No, great. I take it. Um, like, I mean, I've, I've met big daddy's daughter before. She's, She's a great lady. She is. And uh, Haystacks, his family, I take it they, they were like, aye, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, it took a... I think with anything, especially like with some of the older generation, it takes a little bit of like, you know, they carry a lot. I think sometimes there is baggage, not necessarily with Haystacks and and, and uh, Daddy, but, you know, there is baggage from the wrestling days, um, got ripped off by this promoter, I got... You know, this person said something, you know, it's weird. The politics still continues forever, I think. Um, But yeah, it was just a case of like, you know, I met uh, two of the sons of uh, Haystacks and like it took a few chats. Are they big? Not as big as the big man, you know, but I mean, he's still like, I think uh, Noel, one of his sons, you know, still a good, healthy six foot two or so. Um, His kid, actually, he was saying is like, you know, I think he's 14 and he's already like past six foot. He thinks he's going to be following after his. Uh, oh, good on him. Dad. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that, and they were just like, you know, the Haystacks boys, like I think uh, Giant Haystacks wife passed away a couple of years ago. And they're just so like, it's just that thing of have, being able to have it and be like, you know, kind of proud of it. And it looks great. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's for some of the more perhaps obscure ones or maybe that like international fans maybe wouldn't know as much. It, you know, it's just a nice, like it's a nice give back to the family. It makes you give, gives you the warm fuzzies to be like, you know, there's your granddad in form and we can, you know, if it kicks him some money too, but that's great. But it's like, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's a feel good project, I guess is the. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. You know, like I say, it's like, it's just to uh, celebrate really and celebrate and educate. I think it, I remember seeing, I think it was just recently, actually, someone was tweeting about the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. And, um, and I was like, I was just, I was just looking through it. And, 
they have like a UK section, like a UK and Europe yeah. section and a Japan section in Mexico. And since like it was open for voting from 1996 until now, so in the last like 25 years, there's been two people they've put in from the UK, from the British like world of sport, which was Mick McManus, which I think he got the death bump when he passed away. I think he kind of mm. got put in. And Kent Walton, the commentator. And mm. that's it. And it's kind of like, and then it, I, I don't think it's a case of for something like that, that they're being snubbed. I think it's a case of people just don't know about them. Do you know what I mean? I think there's an American version of like British wrestling or Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks. And it's kind of just passed away as just being like, oh, it was just. Yeah, it's, it's like that thing where um, Americans don't know who Morecambe and Wise are, for right. example. You know, when you consider that's two comedians who 20 million people in this country were watching and were getting yeah. bigger audiences yeah. than any comedians in the in the United States, but they don't know who Morecambe and Wise are, you know, and I think it's just that it's almost just like, a you know, it's 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 our culture and and the Americans don't understand that. Yeah, a little bit. I th and I think also that Br British wrestling has always been very small town orientated. So, you know, I think it's always been, uh, there's been so many shows that used to go on, but it wasn't about going into like big arenas. It was going into every single town in, in the country when British wrestling was at its, uh, you know, at its peak. And when they had, I think the biggest show in British wrestling history is still Big Daddy and John Quinn in Wembley in terms right. of attendance. It's still the biggest one, I think. You well, know, man, we it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful project will will you come back on um and and sometime down the line this year and just let us know how it's all all going if you add some more stuff to the line I yeah think we'd yeah like I mean, to keep updated on this stuff sure thing man so yeah when we get the first kind of um wave so like adrian street is just we've kind of announced him and then we're kind of putting together the next kind of three so when we have that wave but yeah for sure it'd be cool come on and chat about him and um i think i think they'll be good so remind good. us again of that web address. So um, so if people want to get Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks, Chellatoys.net is uh, they have them both available for pre-order right now. And then uh, the British Wrestling Icons, which is kind of the banner that all this sits under, they've just set up the socials now. So British Res Wrestling Icons on Facebook and Instagram and Brit Res Icons on Twitter. And then you'll be able to get links from everything and get your T-shirts from BigDaddyTees.co.uk. Brilliant. I've ordered a couple lot, myself. So that was bright. Thanks very much, Gav. Keep in touch. Send big man, all right? Absolutely. Keep in touch, Gav. Thanks so much. Thanks Best of luck with it all. Bye now. Bye, Bye-bye. Take care, mate. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you. And if you want to be on the run-in, your best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as our World Heavyweight Champs get first dibs, IC Champs get second, and Cruiserweight Champions get third. Get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to get involved. Woo! Now, we all like a good shave. We all like a good shave. <laughs> but I want to tell you about Harry's. You know, Harry's is, Harry's is way more than a super sharp razor company. They're, they want to revamp your whole routine. So it's not just about having a shave. I need to be honest. Like, sometimes I leave shaving for too long. Um, but Harry's close shaves, flake-free hair, all the way to clear, healthy skin. Harry wants to help guys feel good. And I think we have a right to feel good. Uh, so much of this beauty stuff, it's its not just for women. It's not just for the women in the audience out there who listen to this. we got to think about the guys, too. Uh, and, you know, when I, you know, when I'm out there hitting the city, you know, hitting the, hitting the streets, I want to have, I want to have that nice treatment. I want to feel good, too. 
Now, the good thing is that Wrestling Def can sort you out with a trial set just for the cost of postage. That's all we're talking about. Uh, so what are you going to get in there if you if you, if you you try out that trial? You're going to get an expertly engineered weighted handle. Have you, have you held one of these things, Grado? <laughs> have you held one of these razors? <laughs> have you held one of these, Grado? Yes, I have a... a, a yeah, the Harry's uh, thing, mate, it feels good, it's nice, and uh, it's wooden, but it's as if it's got um, gloss on it, so it's quite good to handle. Yeah, we have uh, one five-blade cartridge. Oh. One five-blade cartridge of company crafted by artisans in a German factory. Uh, so you got the international feel, you know, like a precision trimmer, foaming shave gel. Me and Grado have spoken about this before. This shave gel, and, and, I, and I know the push here is all about the razor, it's all about the shave, but we have to talk to you about this foam. Grado, how do you feel about that shave gel foam? It's brilliant, man. It smells great. It's very lubricant. It's, does, it just gets all that, that now in the nicks. And it, you just leave your face smelling really, really nice and fresh. Yeah, and, and you've got a travel blade cover, of course, for your life's adventures. And a free shower gel, too. So, um, you know, Grado, you've used this set multiple times now. Yeah. We, we've been using Harry's for almost two years now. Uh, what yeah. was, how has your overall shaving experience changed since using Harry's? Well, I just find it so much easier. Last week, I went down to Cumnock for a two-day holiday, and I took the travel bag, and, you know, I just got in the hotel, and I put my stuff down. The first thing I done was I used Harry's. I shaved before before my dinner, and I just used, used the, the, the ergonomic shave gel, and it was very effective. It, it was kept safe. It didn't get residue over my other condiments that I took with me to my holiday. And my first impression with Harry's was it was just the best shave ever. And that still stands two years down the line. I'm the same, man. Um, I, I went out to Arkansas recently and just for a little trip. And I had to have a shave. And it's just the, the shower gel, too. When I use that in the shower, the scent was just delicious you know I, I i can't even describe to you how good this stuff smells it's uh it's a beautiful scent and that's the thing i think a lot of times this gets forgotten when a guy takes a shower they're like well guys guys don't need to smell nice we do need to smell nice it's important for us too uh so it's nice to try that our shower gels uh harry shower gels face wash and skincare products uh can be added to your shave plans anytime anywhere whether you're in cumnock or arkansas it makes no difference whatever side of the great pond you're on. Now our products are formulated at uh, Harry's products, 0% sulfates, 0% parabens, no dyes, alcohol-free. So, uh, you know, it's that's all you need. Be, make sure to support the podcast by giving our own shower shave a go by redeeming a free Harry's trial set. All you cover is three pounds 95 for delivery that's around about five dollars my countrymen just head to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft to have your set delivered start a shave plan your freebie is going to be added at checkout don't you worry about that that's harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. 
From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. You just made the list! As Vince makes his list on who to release next, we concentrate on our own list. It's the list of wrestling death. This week, Patreon's choices were the favorite Royal Rumble matches or who are you picking for the Rumbles? So anyway, with 62% of the vote, it was, who do you have for the Rumble that won it? So, But how do you do a list of three of who but, you think is going to okay, win the well, Rumble? Okay, well, then you th- the, let's go for the mains and go for the women's. The top three that you think are going to win. You'll give you three picks of who you think scored it then. Okay, my three picks of who are going to win the Rumble. Let's go Rumble. women's first. Let's go women's first. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Bianca Belair. <laughs> Paige. Aska. Number one. That's my number one. And the man's side of things. Um, my number three is going to be Goldberg. Right. My number two is going to be Biggie. Chris Jericho. No. Why not? Because that's not going to happen. It's my list. No, no, no. It's my list. I can say what I... It's my list. Do you think it's going to happen, Grado? Wait, is it to win it? Aye. No. Do you think he's even... No, he's not going to even turn up, is he? Nah. nah. My list. Nah, man. It's my list. I can say what I want. It's my list. Oh, nah, you, want me to say? you want me to say Rey Mysterio's son? No. Nah. I think it'll be whoever loses. I think they'll put on Brock versus Reigns. And whoever loses that match, or it's no, it's sorry, it's Bobby versus Bobby versus Brock, isn't it? I think it'll be either Brock or Reigns that wins it. What if if Brock loses, he'll win it, and if Reigns loses his match, he'll win it. If that makes sense. But w- will they definitely be in it if they lose their matches? I think they'll both turn up in it. You know, I think they'll both turn up in it. Well, let's see what the people are saying. John says in the men's Kevin Owens or AJ Styles. The women's Liv Morgan or Bailey. Roshi says Rumble prediction probably over optimistic, but I reckon our girl Viper, that's Dewdrop, will go over against Becky. And also Braun Breaker to win the men's Rumble. He's already made main eventer with a great lineage. Liam Nielsen says this In my opinion, I would love a big surprise from other companies, but probably won't happen. But I could see a couple of things unfolding. One, 
The winner in my eyes would have to be Randy or AJ Styles or their recent partners, as that's why they were together. Randy to bring out Riddle and AJ for almost. Only other main eventer would be Finn, but with recent events, I highly doubt that. Number two favorite would be Drew McIntyre, but he's apparently injured for Royal Rumble, so they say. Mm. Three, if they give the win as someone else, that's showing their trust in anyone else for main event WrestleMania, but that would be a big surprise. And four, Vince comes out with some help and gets the win for Austin Theory. I would like that to happen. That would be really interesting. Now, that is interesting. Could we see Austin Theory winning this Rumble? Oh, it's been built. Getting Vince backing him to to kind of go, and he's he's like the new chosen one. So that would be really interesting if they threw it. Uh, Derek Manmuir says Kevin Owens and Alexa Bliss, hoping for a surprise entrant of either Cody Rhodes or John Moxley to blow the doors open. It's wide open with no clear favorite, so it could be a belter. I, I just want to say that if this forbidden door, as they like to call it, is going to be blown open in this Rumble, it's going to be Chris Jericho. Yeah, is it any, is it any truth to this? Is it just small talk? Paper talk, tabloid talk. It's a rumor. It's, it's rumors. Rumor. It's rumors. And I don't think. I don't. Would, right, well, actually, this would be the best one. Chris Jericho. Cody Rhodes but, would be the best one. I think the best one would be MGF. Turn up with the number with the MGF. No, 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 that would be amazing. It would, no, it would, it would be amazing. It would be unbelievable. But yeah, it, it would be fucking minted. Well, we all know the best one would actually be CM Punk. Would oh, be yeah. the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. But um. No, I think Jericho, and I think there's a possibility that Jericho could do it even if he was still under AEW contract. I think Tony Khan would let him do it, and I think Vince would maybe want him to do it. Yeah, he's still got a relationship there. Uh, Louise, Westy, Magnus, Jeff Jarrett, Cody Rhodes, Moxley for the men's a surprise entrance, or Moxley is a special guest referee between Rollins and Reigns. Also got Kaylee Ray as an entrant for the Women's Royal Rumble. And I think Sheamus will win the men's and Naomi will win the women's. That's interesting choices. Uh, Mr. Harvey says, not sure who will win it, but I love to see KO winning it. And Jericho mocks Cody Rhodes or someone along those lines appear. The roof would blow off the place. It would be nice. Stevie says his Rumble pick is Ronda Rousey and Damian Priest. That's a good shout, Damian Priest. Damian Priest? Nah, it's possible. And Meme Gene says, for the man, Maven. (laughs) And for the women, (laughs) from EastEnders. (laughs) It's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Um, When you consider that uh, LA Knight is on Raw now, is there a chance they hot shot him a little bit? No. 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 They wouldn't do that, that, Rob. Uh okay. What about Matt Cardona? Nah, I don't want to do that. What about I'm... Nick Gage? <laughs> what if Nick what? Gage won the Royal Rumble? Matt Cardona as a surprise entrant would would be could be a thing. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be because she'll have done that before with the release someday. Maybe I mean it's nearly two years ago since she's been released. But where they, you know, you think they're never getting back, and then out of nowhere they come. They make a return, like remember Ginger Mahal and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, I mean, the one that I've seen as well, Bray Wyatt's not wrestled anywhere yet. No. No, nah, I don't know you, sir. You, you yeah. definitely don't think that Braun Strowman would appear? But that's a shout. That's yeah. a shout. Yeah. That's, a kind of, that's me looking at a surprise that they would have. Yeah. I think. Okay, let me put this to you. Triple H. Aye, that could be. Would you be surprised? If Triple H has this heart attack and everybody, he lies low, 
we've we haven't seen anything of him really. Everything's quiet. That's a good shout, man. All this stuff is going on behind the scenes with NXT. People are kind of wondering where Triple H is. Would you rule out Triple H appearing in that Royal Rumble? Not in really good, good shape. At- Ready you're good to go. at the strap. You're good at the strap because unless he's been no way when he's been sitting in his bed and he kind of get to the gym, he might be. He might have dropped a good cut upon. He might not look. He's. He might not look within himself. But it's definitely. Surely some of the writers have went right. Yeah, we can get Triple H back. What about Shawn Michaels? I saw it. Uh, did you see some pictures of Shawn recently? He's looking buff as fuck, man. I mean, this is a lot like Shawn Michaels, but I know. But he was looking brilliant. Like his body is incredible. Is it hot? Oh, he's looking He's looking absolutely amazing. Okay, so just let's Shawn look at his Michael. body. Let's look at Shawn Michaels' body. I thought it was on. It was on his Instagram. I saw it, but I saw it somewhere, and it was unbelievable. I mean, he obviously, he's got. He doesn't look like Shawn Michaels anymore, but you know, we all get old. Yeah. Let me put this one to you. What about Virgil? <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling death. Bonus episodes, extra content, our community on Discord. Uh, we need you to support us for our show to keep going. Uh, and Royal Rumble, we're going to be doing a watch along on Saturday night. You want to be involved in that, guys? Get involved. You, Is it this Saturday? It's this Saturday, right? Hopefully, you, oh, two, mate, hopefully I, you two are around and you can get involved. Now, I will certainly I'll, I'll, I'll come on, I'll come on at one point. I guarantee night. that at some point in that Royal Rumble, I will also come on. Brilliant, brilliant. So, so there you go. I want you. This is it. Listen. Sorry, I'm going to you right gonna say this to you right now. It's time for you to back us. It's time for you to back us on Patreon. Don't be buying NFTs. I know you're all out there buying NFTs, little pictures of monkeys and stuff. The only <laughs> two monkeys you need to worry about are me and Grado. <laughs> Get on here, back us, and we, let's do some watch-along stuff Royal Rumble night. We'll have a lot of fun. Become one of our patrons. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We'd love to welcome you to the roster. Woo! Now it's a very special moment. Uh because we are going to have our own little game show here. Grado has set up something real nice for us uh, <laughs> in, a, in a segment that we like to call Never Mind the Wrestling Theme. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be playing a little game here, and I'm going to be handing over to Grado. In fact, I'm going to go and boil the kettle and make myself a little. In fact, I'm going to get myself a little cup of tea um, to do this. If you guys will give me a couple of minutes, and Grado can set this up and tell us what yeah, you've got no prepared, Grado. Thank you, brother. I'll be back in two minutes. Wow. <laughs> How long do you think he's going to be able to keep this up for this this part feature? Yeah. Of the he can't. He can't stop now. I don't want him to stop. He now. can't stop. He can't stop now. You know, we're, like we're talking to the listeners right now. If this really is annoying you this week, Rab's American accent, please let us know on Twitter. Is that annoying you, John? I know. I've, I've quite enjoyed it. I've quite enjoyed. I've quite enjoyed it. Ah, we'll talk, now he's out the room. We can talk to you guys. Let us know on Twitter. If, no, if do you know what it is? See, see I can listen to talking about WWE and Raw and all that when he talks Scottish. But seeing it's American, I can't. I can't cause just because it's just the WWE's. I, I can't get it. But that pair wee man. I know, and we've got to talk, while while Rab is out of the room at the moment, we've got to talk about the fact this poor guy who 
obviously hasn't heard the podcast before, has come on to the podcast this week on recommendation of Grado, and then thought Rab was American, and went on to proceed to explain what Emmerdale was as a kind of day life's <laughs> Which has been my favourite. Oh, no. But then, Rab, I don't know if he meant it in purpose, but he started going, um, uh, yo, the culture we have over here with uh, Morecambe and Wise. And you, can see, you can see the guy going, hold on a minute, I thought he was from America. So, ap- apologies to Gavin uh, if he is listening, because he was suspect you go and listen back, as you do, Grady, you go back listen to an interview uh, that you've done. He's going to go back and listen to this podcast, right? Probably he's going to dawn on him that Rab isn't American and he's been taken for a stooge. Right, oh, Grado, Grado, watch out, he's coming back now. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, guys, um, let's play the game. Right, Grado, you've you've set up this game. So you're. we talked about this on the show last week. You want to test me and Rab uh, on our wrestling themes. So right. you explain how the game works. Right, best of five. Best of five, right, okay. You Is that mathematically have... possible, eh? Yeah, well, it might be. We might be rubbish at it because we weren't very good last week. Right. So, Grady, you, you're going to play a theme to us and we've got to guess what it is. Simple as that. Best Simple as that. Fastest right. finger first. Okay. Right. How's I've got no chance. I've got no chance here. I've got okay, no chance either. Grado's the theme man. Oh, I can see. Right, so you need to see for this wee bit. Minimise the screen, right? Because I've got all the, the names up on YouTube. Do you know what I mean? Right, okay. So we'll minimise our screen. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay, the first theme that I will play for you is, and you have to tell me what it is. Do we just shout out? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here is the first. Play along, play along at home, everyone. Play along at home, and here is the first tune. Is it the cat? Oh! That's right, Ellis the Cat Miller. That is the first one to rap. Here is the second song. It's a boo! Well done, John. It's getting meaty. One each. Here is the third one. This is hard. Okay. Pretty green eyes. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound pretty green nice. Is it Haku? No. Kai and Tai? No. Tatanka? No. I think that's Japanese. Oh, was it when uh, Prince Albert came back as Tenzai? No, no. no. I think along the lines, but that kind of... Norian Express. Nah. Tajiri. Nah. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. It's, um... <laughs> I know who it is. Wait a minute. Yeah, wait, you Google your head. No, I can't um, remember his name, and he's a fucking in-joke on this show. Oh, Ben! Biraki! Nah. Oh. Who was the other one? Who was the other one? Oh, 
The other one, the other one. I don't know if I would say that. Other member of that tag team. The other member of that tag team. It's not him either. Indeed, indeed. Gonna have to pass. Gonna have to pass. Ten, nine, seven, four, three, two, one. Kenzo Suzuki. Oh, jeez. So still When was this? WWE 2004. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here's the fourth one. Oh, this has got TNA written all over it. It's got a TNA one. It's got a TNA one, isn't it? Aye. Oh, this is definitely TNA. Bully <laughs> Nah. A homicide. Nah. He says he's moved and... He says his move? Did he say that? I get bored that. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! No idea, Gado. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Is it? Is it? Um. Oh fuck! Give me a second. Is it? Monty Brown? Monty Brown, but you're out of time, so it's still one each. Oh, come on, man. I got it. No. <laughs> right, okay. Right, okay. Still one each. Next one's one. Right, I've, I've deleted the first bit of that song because it would get away, right? Ah, Axel and Duggan. Two wins. The first ever Wrestling Daft theme song game. Oh, that's Rob controversial. Yes, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That Amazing. was controversial. The Mike Brown con- moment was controversial because I got it. No, you you shazammed it, Rob. You shazammed <laughs> it. You shazammed it and it came up day long. That's it. He was sitting going, oh, I've not got it in front of me, but he shazammed it. Admit it, you shazammed it. I did not. I, I shazammed it. Well, first of all, I thought it was bounce, and I was like, who the hell has a finish called it. a bounce? And hey, I go, and, the go, play the, go and play the Monty Brown one. I want to see if this works in Shazam, just so of I can prove. Of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Of course doesn't. it right, doesn't. Hold, 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 right, go, right, play it again, play it again. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. It'll never do it, man. Come I bet it does. Oh, I like Monty Brown. No, it's just, I mean, I don't get it. no, of course it's not Of course it's not, John. I, and and I think it's disgraceful actually that you're accusing me of that. <laughs> the minute I realized it was pounce, it, it, it what else could it be? Exactly, man. Right, okay. Sorry. Well, that's it. Well, John, you win that one. I'm bad at wrestling themes, so that's, you know, it's just... No, you're good at it. Unless it was um, the 1980s stuff, then I've got no chance. Uh, that's it for Wrestling Death this week. I mean, it has been a blast. Uh, Can I say, before we go, new feature next week, we're going to do our first watch-along. Um, so if you want to get suggestions of... Ma- Gredo, we should start off with one of your matches. We should, oh. do what, we should start off with one of yours. To we do should start off with Monster's Ball. <laughs> yes! But it's the full version available on uh, YouTube. Oh, I don't know. I don't want It's the full version that. available on YouTube. I don't YouTube. want to watch that. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That'll be brilliant. Monster's Ball, Gredo. 
That's brilliant, my man. It's the full version. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll watch it, I'll watch it. Right, It'll hey, be great. Wait, wait, wait. We, we've got to watch that. I've never watched it back. I've never watched it back. Oh, this would be amazing. I've never watched it back, man. Monsters Ball Credo. What year was it? 2017, man. 2017. Full. <laughs> is it on YouTube? Oh, I don't There's a 428 minute version of it where someone's reviewing it. Is that right? 420 oh. minute. 428 doesn't nah, sound right. It's longer than that. Let's see. Type in um, Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory 2017. Is it available uh, on YouTube? So all the listeners. It'll be, it'll be on Vimeo or something like that. Right, well, I tell you what, I tell you what, I will find this link and we will watch that next week. If I can find the full link, we'll post it up on the Wrestling Daft Twitter so everyone can watch alongside us next week. Fuck's sake, take the cunt out of me. That'd be great. Beautiful, that'd be amazing. Uh, so we're going to do that next week. We're going to do a little watch along so that, you know, while we, you're listening to the show, you start the match, watch it, and, and you watch it with us. It's a great right. idea. But that's it for us this week. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. Get us on wherever you get your podcasts. Mind, uh, for more content, uh, get the video version of this show. Get on board. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. And you don't want to miss out our Royal Rumble watch along. Hey, what's the week? What's the week? What's the week? We've got the ages. I know listener of the week. <laughs> well, listener of the week has got to be. Who who you think, Grado? Who you got? Um... Uh, can I nominate Ian, who gave, sent us the Ultimate Warrior and Phil Collins video? Because I never uh, saw that, and that blew uh, okay. my mind. Uh, okay, Ian's a listener of the week. Uh, and check out our merch, too. We need a refresh on that stuff. Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. And please do check out bigdaddytees.co.uk because those are, really are good t-shirts. I like those t-shirts up there. Uh, guys, listen, it has been just an amazing episode. I've had so much fun. <laughs> Uh, and it's been a, just just a blast to catch up with you guys. Uh, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna need subtitles next next week if we do this again because you guys talk so fast. <laughs> I feel like I'm going for it. Opiate withdrawal. <laughs> well, folks, thanks so much, and uh, I've only got one last thing to say. Up a road, cowboy. <laughs> Audio frontier. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.